Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Has anyone seen Jason Carr? I can't do it, my voice. I don't know how he does that. Anyway, Cundy's not here. Good rinse. Anyway, let's begin today's poddy with, of course, four FA Cup fifth round matches where Eric Tenag's mighty Man United went through to the next round of the FA Cup. Proper competition, that. After smashing Nuno's Forest at the city ground. Oh, embarrassing it was for them. The game was live on TalkSport and exclusive, I'll have you know. Here's all the reaction. So United with 5-4 inside the penalty area. Another one on the edge of the D. It's a low skidding ball in and it is headed in. Casemiro. They lead by a goal in the 89th minute. McTominay digs it away from the edge of the box and Manchester United have won it. Ten injured, ten hard under pressure, tenacious and victorious. Not at their best by any stretch of the imagination. But United have won it with Casemiro's diving header. Nottingham Forest nil. Manchester United won. Liverpool away. United, if they'd have been able to produce something a bit better earlier, I think they'd have got home and host with 20 minutes to go. As it was, it's happened right at the last minute. It doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter. This tonight was never about the quality of this United performance. It's just about getting into those quarterfinals and giving them a chance to get a trophy. Well, Eric, into the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. How relieved are you to progress into the next round? We have to progress. It belongs to the standard of Man United. We have to prove it every every game. You know, this is a cup game, and it's only about winning. And yeah, I'm happy. We are in the next round and we have a fantastic draw. It seemed like a frustrating night for Marcus Rashford in the number nine role. Is he doing enough for you in that position? Yes, he's doing the job for the team. Probably he's better coming from from the left. But yeah, as long as Rasmus Holland is not available, he has to fill in the position and he has done well. Um, He was in positions to score a goal twice. He was there. Uh, I think also we had good finishes. Uh, for the rest also, we worked for the team, uh, made connections, uh, link, linked up the play, uh, defending, he did well. So, yeah, good game. Talk Sport Daily. Someone tell me what's happened to Marcus Rashford, please. Because well, I look at him, Dean, and I'm watching a player who looks like he hates football. And he doesn't hate football because I've seen him play football where he looks like he's enjoying it. Now... I look at him and I'm like, you're playing for Man United. You're rolling, you're strolling about like you don't even want to be there. And it, when he gives the ball away, 
he doesn't even try and win it back. He's like, there's no urgency to his game. I'm like, you've come through the academy at Man United and you're strolling about like you don't even, that you couldn't care about this football club at all. No, 28 minutes, he never had a kick. What what he should be doing, he's playing up the front on his own. He's got two centre-backs marking him. But the least he should be doing is, is walking into midfield and saying to McTominay and Fernandez, every time you get it, I'll come towards you and I'll spin. Just put it down the sides of the centre-halves. I'm like lightning, they're not. Just make, make them defend and I'll, make, I'll, I'll keep running in the channels, running down the sides, running over the top. The, the midfield players must be saying, Marcus, make a run. Mm, yeah, but he does make runs, mate. But he's, he's, he only wants to make a run when he thinks he's going to get in on goal or he's going to get the ball. His work rate off the ball is embarrassingly bad. Uh, let's go to some Man United fans. All right, Bailey. Hi, Bailey. All right, you all right? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, look, again, Rashford's going to be the talking point. You've won yeah. the game. It was it was an av- average performance, probably even below that. But talk me through your star player, Marcus Rashford. Looks like he hates football. Star player? Oh, well, he is. Not, he is meant to be your star, star player. player. Well, he's meant to be. He is appalling. I'm sick to death of Rashford, honestly. Too busy partying, looking at the girls, the money. All he cares about is his 300 grand a week. He has no desire to play for United. No desire. Do you know, uh, Ganacho's the opposite. When you watch yeah. him, you, you forgive him for all the things he can't do. Yeah. You know, when he overruns it and he crosses yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can see, can't you? Unless you're blind, you can see... He's he's having a go. Yes, yeah, his body he's language and his his effort. Yeah. you know, to defend and work hard and you yeah, know, he yeah. might uh, he makes mistakes. But he's young, but he looks like he wants to make something happen. Rashford, I'm watching him. I'm like, yeah, what, he's... what am I watching? What I don't I can't believe what I'm seeing from him. He's got to leave him out for me. I don't know what you success think. Got success has just got to his head. You look at Alanga playing Forest. He had success, baby. He though is. I mean, what success? What success has he really had? Well, in terms of money. Yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, money. He has no success pitch at all. He hasn't done anything for United. He's the most overrated player, honestly. Last season, everyone was saying he's unbelievable. He's not. He's never been unbelievable. Mm. He's a lackluster. Honestly, he's dreadful. Talk Sport Daily. On now to the other FA Cup games and Klopp is Liverpool and their clash with Russell Martins, Southampton. Or Rusty Martin Saints, as I like to call them. Liverpool 3, Southampton nil. a scoreline that maybe doesn't quite tell the whole story. So Jurgen Klopp's going to have a few headaches. These youngsters coming into this team really have put their hand up tonight and they set up a mouth-watering clash in the quarterfinals with a trip to Old Trafford to take on Manchester United. The Liverpool quadruple is still on. Liverpool 3, Southampton. The best thing about football is that from a specific age on, the goals have the same size. So, and obviously these boys playing for Liverpool, they, they are good. And they are special as well. Lewis, come on, first half, that's a sensational goal. Step in, bam. And for the goal, is super difficult. In the moment he wants to, to settle for, the, for, the, for the, the save, the ball was already passed him. It was really well done. Yes, and then Harvey's pass was exceptional. And um, um, Dancy was in that situation before in his life, just in a different occasion. And obviously, we somehow we could make it happen that the boys really forgot that everything around is different to what they face usual. So uh, the two goals are exceptional. Come on, Bobby Clark, a 19-year-old finding a, 
after 50 minutes where we struggled and he as well but together with us it was so intense for the boys you could see that they were part rate I don't want to know it it was must have been except uh, really high and finding a way back in the game and, 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 and maturing during the game super special Talksport Daily and that is it Chelsea are into the quarterfinals of the FA Cup Leeds United denied right at the end of the game but it's been a great cup tie. Leeds fully played their part, but it's Chelsea, thanks to one of their academy products, Conor Gallagher. They've responded to the disappointment at Wembley in the Carabao Cup final by keeping themselves on track for the FA Cup final. Conor Gallagher scoring the winning, how important is it for him as a, as a young player who's come through the club to score a goal like that in a game like this? I think really important because uh, score for the team and, and to have access to the quarterfinal is uh, an amazing achievement and, and of course uh, so happy for him. And of course you're one game from Wembley again now but you face another championship side and as Leeds showed here tonight it won't be easy for you. No, exactly. I think uh, we are facing a team like uh, Leeds or now uh, it's going to be Leicester that they are you know, in the top on the, on the championship. They look team like uh, Premier League teams. And they are full of, of confidence. Um, another for us today was difficult because after the final, I think always is is about it's not easy to 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 be fresh and to and to start the game with the confidence. Wolves won Brighton and Hove Albion nil. The game was won inside 80 seconds because that's when Mario Lamina got the opening goal of the game after good work by Belgard down the left hand side. Still flapped at it, got a touch on it, and Belgard finished. Uh, it was uh, sorry, Lamina finished at the second attempt while lying on the floor. From that point onwards lots of possession uh, for Brighton in fact 18 shots on goal throughout the game but just two on target really tells the story in fact the best opportunity for them came in the sixth minute of added time a corner from the right hand side Gross swung it in, it was headed down by Dunk and the goalkeeper Jason Steele who'd come up was six yards out, all he had to do was get it on target and he'd have scored and he put it wide of the left hand upright Desperate defending at times from Wolves, but they got the job done tonight. They'll take on Coventry in the quarterfinals and they'll have their eyes on a potential semi-final for the first time since 2018, 2019, of course, when they lost at Wembley against Watford. It's been a good night for Wolves. It's Wolves 1, Brighton 0. Daily. May United manager Eric Ten Hag has hit back at Jamie Carragher's subjective criticism of his tactics in the defeat by Fulham. Daniel Murphy told White and Jordan he doesn't like it when managers give pundits their time and energy. Nor do I, although I'm giving you mine now. I think any manager who starts responding to any pundit's work is losing the battle. A manager who's completely focused and has self-belief in what they're doing wouldn't feel the need to defend, analyse, criticise a pundit who's not working in the game as a manager because you're already above the pundit. You're in the position at Manchester United for a reason. You don't need to justify what you do and answer questions about what a pundit says or doesn't. I think you've lost as soon as you do. However, Simon, I'm not part of the media. I only put lemon juice in my hair. Jordan hit back at certain members of the media and said that sometimes managers should bite back. I concur with your view that let it go over your head and silence is the best medicine for people and it gives them no credibility whatsoever. But there are times when some of the witterings from the media do need to be corrected. I remember years ago, bloody Adrian Durham on this show talking absolute crap about me and Crystal Palace and Steve Bruce. And I took a chance to phone in and tell him exactly how stupid he was. 
and how little he understood and how little he knew. Yeah, well, you see, uh, but that's that. We're all different. I, I think but that's I don't regret doing that. No, because I think it was an important exercise in correcting some. Because the media is, whether I like it or I don't, the media is very influential, and sometimes it gets carried away with itself. And sometimes people don't get corrected. And if I'm wrong, I'm very happy to be corrected. I'm very happy to be corrected by someone that knows the difference between I, I, the truth and, and some work so of fiction. I, I, so how I, strong did you go when you called in? Um, I pretty much told him he didn't know what he was talking about. But that could have sort of followed his career. But that See, for me, observation... For me, Simon, that's there, not there's fear. two aspects to it. There's professional and personal. I think if someone goes starts talking personally about you and, and starts going on below the belt, then there's there's a there's a feel and a need to just put somebody back in a place or in the box because that's ridiculous and it's poor. But when you're talking, somebody wants to judge my punditry or ju- or judge my football inability or lack of it or whatever they want to say, that's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lo- use my energy in trying to put them right, defend myself based on their opinion. But he is... Could, I mean, the greatest example of someone putting someone in their place was Frank Lampard phoning up that snivelling, ghastly weasel James O'Brien <laughs> uh, and putting him firmly in his place, who then crawled up Frank Lampard's backside and apologised profusely um, because he made terrible observations about Frank and his private life. But that's sense, personal. I, I'm, I'm concurring mm, with you. Mm. But when you're criticising <laughs> the team's selection and also the message that's being imparted, you are, by definition, c- questioning the prowess and the professional capability of the manager yeah, but and the, his personal relationship with players and ability to understand messages. Yeah, but the, the person, i.e. going back to the original trigger point of this conversation, Eric Tan Hag is sitting in the hot seat at Manchester United. Jamie's on Sky. Now, he don't need to go there. He doesn't need to go there. He's not going to gain anything by going there. Yeah. If anything, it can only but work the opposite that's, way. So Gla- did Klopp need to go there and Gabby? No. But that's like saying Boris Johnson doesn't need to respond to Morticia Adams passing as Beth Rigby when she asked him questions. You, you are in a position of influence. <laughs> you have a you have a right, and again, this is only opinion. To get you have a right to answer the questions you want to answer. Yeah. And if if you're going to try as a journalist to get a manager of a Premier League team to engage in a tit for tat with a pundit on a radio show or a TV show, you're already losing by going there. In my opinion, as a player looking up at my manager. As a as a fan, an intelligent fan looking up at my manager and the leader of my club, I've, I don't I don't want him or think he needs to be engaging with people less than him in those tit for tat debates about. Why, okay, why is Jamie Carragher less? Why is Jamie Jamie Carragher's yeah, well, opinion I'm worth less than, than just simply he's chosen a different path? His opinion yeah. might not be worth, but what I'm saying is, his standing in the game. If you're manager of Manchester United, your standing is greater than if you work for Sky or Talksport or BBC, like myself or Jamie. Right, you automatically does that make your opinionless valid? Surely, if you're someone of credential, if it was if it was a bloody influence, if it was that Wally Mark Goldbridge making an observation, <laughs> would you expect uh, your, your, um, um, uh, Ten Hag? No, but when you've got a former top England player that's pining on a very influential broadcaster, I take your point and I do concur with some of it, but I think you're underestimating the nature and influence of media and the and the, and the feeling that people. That you say that would say well, he's amazing. I managed to respond to it. People like people to be put back in their place, and every now and again, someone of influence and someone of but authority. He could have just, said, he just said, "Pardon." He could have just said, "Look, I'm the manager of Manchester United. I think I know what I'm doing, and I think me and the players know what we're doing." Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely submerged with messages at the moment because it's not often. Wally's a great word in isn't one it? part of a show. Simon does James O'Brien, Adrian Durham, Beth Rigby, and Mark Goldbridge. <laughs> Pass me the Don't gun. Do- you can't be doing Durham. He's a top man. Leave him alone. Pass no, me, he's not. Pass me the scatter gun, Simon. 
TalkSport Daily. On now to former Spurs and Liverpool defender Stephen Corker. He was in the studio yesterday for my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time. Recalling the time, Jurgen Klippity Klopp brought him on as a striker. I'm not sure you actually knew me when I signed, because okay. I mean, honestly, do you know so what? you were one of his first signings, right? At Liverpool. I was one of his first, but whether I was his signing or right, whether okay. the club signed, I'm not sure. But um, it's actually really interesting, right? Because tonight they're playing Southampton. Now, I played for Southampton against Liverpool. I had officially the worst game of my career. We lost 6 0. And two months later, I signed for Liverpool. So I don't know how that happened. I still don't know to this day, but it happened. And two days later, I was coming on up front against Arsenal at Anfield. Uh, we got a late <laughs> equaliser and it was just... Because of you? Not because of me, but, you know, whatever. I played my part, you know, I was on yeah. the pitch. So <laughs> I, um, um, but just amazing. Red Bull F1 boss Christian Horner has been cleared of wrongdoing following an investigation into allegations of inappropriate behaviour towards a female colleague. He always vigorously denied the claims. TalkSport's F1 correspondent John Jackson believes that Red Bull and Horner can now fully focus on the racing for the upcoming season. Whether it goes away or not, I don't know. I don't know what the the possibilities of some kind of appeal are. It's not, you know, a criminal uh, situation. It's just a sort of private investigation within the company. But they seem happy with it at Red Bull. Mm. And obviously Ford are another massive company that are coming in to supply the engines for Red Bull. And there's been a lot of pressure stateside from Ford because they feel they've been kept in the dark a little bit there. So I, I think having some kind of resolution for now is great, whether or not, you know, something else comes up and this this does rumble on and make Christian Horner's position untenable. Uh, we will sort of wait and see. But as the start of the season needed some clarity, I think we have got that now. Talk Sport Daily. And don't forget, it's an F1 special tonight on TalkSport from 7pm, ahead of the new season, which starts this weekend at the Bahrain Grand Prix. Here's comedian Rob Beckett taking the um, <clears throat> the you-know-what out of the sports bar presenters, Jason Cundy and Jamie O'Hara. I do love the old Cundy and um, O'Hara. Dub- it's sort of it's the old quite double a taste I've got to say to you. Yeah, it's, quite, it's sort of like, um, have you got dogs? You know, you, you know you've got dogs, but they're not, you know, you've always got one dog that's not quite right. Do you know what I mean? But it's endearing. So I quite like that, you know. But I do think, you know, when he does that thing, goes, what's it going? Are you watching and all that? I thought it was a bit harsh yeah. when Arsenal lost to a worldie in the last minute of the game against Porto. Save it for a three yeah. 0 drubbing. But no, I do quite. It's sort of like I quite. They're quite dear oh, they and right? it's, like, it's nice that you give them a bit fun. of work late at night. <laughs> you know what I mean, keeps them off the street. Is that a community service thing or is it? Yeah, how does it work? Uh, when people are hammered, they're just coming back home. Yeah, they can't find the bedroom. Yeah, I'll, I'll put the radio on. I find they're best to listen to drunk. Or exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> They've got their own special audience. To be <laughs> very right. unique. Very unique crowd. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. TalkSport Daily. And we finish with Alan Brazil and Ali McCoy on The Breakfast Show, where Big Al revealed that his wife, Jill, is bringing handcuffs to the Cheltenham Festival. Ooh, that puts a picture in my mind. Jill, that's disgusting. It's all happening in Cheltenham, just around the corner. You wouldn't well. vote it? I am. Always do, but it's hard. It's Thursday, Friday, you're, you're cream cracker. It's a tough shift, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a it tough is. shift. You're, uh, you're a good price to make a five days, what do we feel? Well, I'm going to get there early Sunday because it's uh, the big game, isn't it? Um, is it Liverpool City Sunday? Sure, it is. It's yeah. a so I'm going to have to make a bit of breakfast for the wife. It's Mother's Day. Don't forget that. Oh, well done, yeah. you. And then, whoosh, down the crossroads. All sorts. That's brilliant. That's how you plan things, Barman Dave. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that is, that's serious planning. Yeah. And, yeah. and Jill's coming for the week. Uh, she, yeah, oh, absolutely. She's got handcuffs and, uh, and I'll be... Uh, <laughs> Spider, we uh, look at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no not, not the ones with the pink... Not the ones with the pink frill. I mean, get your bed, okay. it's half five. Okay. What? <laughs> what the week you're going to have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's my excuse then right away. When we Ed comes to pick me up in the morning, I was handcuffed to the bed. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm. There would, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts at first in the morning. So make sure you hit the like, subscribe button, notification, just hit everything. Not people, just buttons. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. This has been TalkSport Daily. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.